Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekretman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. I'm feeling September, like earth, wind, and fire type of September. Oh, I see what you did there. You see it? I see what you did there. We're talking about the first day of creation, earth, wind, you know, you get it? Even fire. And even fire. And of course, what was earth, wind, and fire? The great 70s band's greatest hit? The period of time that you grew up in, Scott, because you're a little older than me. Are you saying I'm in the autumn of my life? That's not very nice. <laughs> Scott is going through a midlife crisis right No, no, now. no. You're putting one on me. You're forcing me to go into one. Look, David, if there's any crisis going on, I only have one, and that is that I have not been able to sleep since yesterday's podcast when you left us with this big cliffhanger about what exactly is the Spirit of God as a proper noun as you described it, in the second verse of Genesis. I said, what does it mean? You said, wait till tomorrow. Now we're here. Tell me, what is it? So I would say from a Jewish point of view that the Ruach Elohim, the term, the Hebrew term Ruach Elohim would be the spirit of God. Right, but I said, I don't know what that means. I know that you don't know what that means, but our listeners who are Christian would think that Genesis chapter one, verse two means God's Holy Spirit as a proper now. You said that Spirit of God, or Holy Spirit, is a proper noun according to this one translation. You said there are five ways of translating There's it. There's five ways of translating the Hebrew term Ruach Elohim, but from the Christian perspective, this is a valid understanding of this verse, but not necessarily within Judaism. So David, let me get this straight. You gave five translations yesterday to explain this phrase. Are you saying that while a Christian might satisfactorily translate that phrase as the Holy Spirit, a Jewish translation wouldn't accept that? Correct, because we don't believe that the Holy Spirit is a Trinity understanding of God. It's not a name of God. It's not a name of God in the sense of how Christians would understand the Holy Spirit as a co-equal, co-eternal, three-part persona in the understanding of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So obviously we Jews don't accept a Trinitarian understanding of God. And even beyond that, you're saying that a Jewish interpreter would not read that phrase, Spirit of God, with a capital S, understanding it as some sort of proper name, even for a single God. Correct. We would accept the translation of this term, Ruach Elohim, to be God's Spirit. Translation number two that you mentioned yesterday with a lowercase s. Correct. Spirit of God. And what would that mean, David? That God created the concept of the Ruach Elohim. Before I go into the concept of what Ruach Elohim is, how are we introduced to the Ruach Elohim, Scott? You've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I think it's it's worth mentioning again and doing a review. So that phrase, Spirit of God, with a lowercase s, is introduced first with the idea that the earth, whatever that means, the concept of creation perhaps, was chaotic and void, and there was darkness upon the face of the deep. What that means is that the initial creation involved chaos and disorder. And as we said, our job, the normative understanding of what these verses are teaching us, is to bring order out of disorder just as God himself, as we see in these verses, brought that primordial chaos and developed from that an ordered system. So what do you have in that verse? You have darkness, you have the deep waters, and then you have... 
You have the Spirit of God. You have the Spirit of God. And all these three things are connecting to eventually bring in light. And that comes off in the following verse. That comes in the following verse. In this particular verse, you have three elements. So that's very interesting. You have darkness, you have water, and you have whatever Spirit of God exactly means. These are the ingredients, it seems, that almost lead afterwards to the creation of light. That's a pretty heavy concept. It is a very heavy concept. I think we have to stop now, pause, let our listeners process this, and come back tomorrow morning and discuss this further. So no sleep for me for yet another night. Thank you, David. No problem. My pleasure. I'm all about making sure you have sleepless nights. My name is David Negrano. I would not expect any less from a Yankee fan. My name is Scott Kahn. And blessings from Jerusalem. Jerusalem.